Be Your Best You, the Passionate to Purpose podcast with David Delaney. Good morning and welcome to the podcast where this morning we talk about fearlessness, what it is to be fearless. Fearless connotates or brings up connotations of someone who's afraid of nothing or, you know, really, really confident or, or whatever your, you know, the concept you have. So let, let's talk about what makes somebody fearless. I was talking to someone last week and they brought up the Princess Diaries and she said never to go for the conventionally hot guy. And eyebrows really do have the power to transform your entire face. And finally, the courage is not the absence of fear, but rather that the judgment is something else more important than fear. So I'm thinking about that, and I, I believe that taking risks and trying new things is, is obviously and objectively more important to me than my petty anxieties. You know, worry about, do I have milk in the fridge or, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, should I get the milk or whatever? But it doesn't mean that they, they, they don't stop. It doesn't mean they stop existing. So making the judgment means nothing if you don't have the strength to act on it. So how how do we become more like the seemingly fearless doers in this world? That those bold entrepreneurs, the people who have obviously have doubts and anxieties but seem unfettered by them. So the, the people who take risks that lead to both massive failures, which we spoke about before, and massive successes. People who allow themselves to experience the fear, then take a deep breath and do it anyway. Well, let's find out and let's have a chat about that this morning. Come to terms with your weaknesses. Now, this this immediately makes me think of, um, I think it's a Salvador Dali quote, have no fear of perfection because you'll never reach it. So at the root of being fearless is a strong self-awareness, which is a, an understanding that you have flaws, you'll make mistakes, you'll fail. The idea that an overblown self-confidence is going to render you fearless is a misconception. Um, the psychology uh, writer John Ves, uh, Vespasian said that self-delusion isn't going to protect you from dis- discouragement, depression or anxiety and individuals become only fe- become fearless only when they accept their own weaknesses and as a result learn to deal calmly with stressful situations. They become fearless because <clears throat> excuse me, they're willing to give up the pretension of invulnerability while at the same time they're committed to remaining effective and alert. Embracing vulnerability can make you powerful, but we have to be careful embracing vulnerability that it doesn't become overpowering and that we we go into this space where it's okay to always be vulnerable. And we, we'll talk about that again. The second thing about making someone fearless, um, it, it's about being realistic with your goals, but still optimistic. It's a tough balance, but individuals who hold unrealistic expectations are those who prove the most susceptible to the feelings of helpless and fear. One of the key aspects of becoming fearless is learning to be realistic without falling prey to cynicism and disillusionment. So you have to learn to view reality as it is, but also maintain your ability to view the positive in each negative situation. Fearless people are always able to see hopeful signs, even when everything seems to be falling apart. So learning to be realistic will help you stay calm and fully operational in crisis situations and reinforce that self-confidence. You've got to cultivate balance in all areas of your life because fear is a natural human response to threatening situations, the fight or flight uh, situation. Fear can warn you of approaching danger, potentially save you from career disaster, but only if it's kept in balance. 
So you can dramatically reduce such negative emotional reactions if you've cultivated the balance in all areas of your life. Balance, you know, between your professional and your private life, between short and long-term goals, balance can make you strong and self-confident and, and bolster that confidence because you're not just dependent. You're not, you're not dependent on just one thing. It removes from your mind the compulsion to win all the time because if we want to win all the time, that, that's not balanced and that becomes unhealthy. Um, you know, I, I, I know someone who has um, what I call a deviant ambition that they want, want win, 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 win all the time. And they don't, they, it doesn't matter to them what they do or, or who they hurt to get it. So there is ambition there, but it's what I call a deviant ambition, that they will do anything to get what they want. We also, when we talk about becoming fearless, reprogram your inner voice. Um, the guy who wrote Mastering Fear, uh, Dr. Robert Maurer, uh, Maurer, 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 I never get his name right, Maurer, uh, he says the root of fearlessness is the pattern of conversations we have with ourselves. And he says that people tend either to have a nurturing or a harsh inner voice. <coughs> During times of adversity, successful people have a voice that reminds them that it's okay to make mistakes. It's 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 okay to be afraid and it's okay to ask for help. And on the other hand, he says that people who are afraid of risk will often confess that they're afraid of the emotional beating they will give themselves if their efforts fail. So if your if your inner voice is your harshest harshest critic, don't despair. It can be reprogrammed. So first, you need to identify what you say to yourself when facing setbacks. Is the conversation you're having inside the same one you would say if you are supporting and comforting a colleague or a friend? And if it isn't, write out what you'd say to someone facing the same challenge that you're facing. I'd suggest reading those thoughts aloud two or three times a day in a comforting voice. And over time, this will train your inner voice to be much less of an asshole. You need, I suppose, the last point I'm going to make is, is about, you know, in, in terms of fearlessness. Seek out mentors. One of the worst responses to fear is letting it fester internally, which it'll, it'll bounce around between you and your asshole inner voice because it, your inner voice can be a total asshole. We know that. In order to understand your fears and turn them into excitement or positive action, you, you're you going to have to find someone to consult that you trust. Okay? Don't... You can't be your own mentor, right? It's Everyone says, oh, you know, I, I make my own decisions. I know what best. I know what's best for me. Ultimately, you need someone. I'm not saying going out and spend an absolute fortune on someone. Like if, if you admire, I always say to, to people, if you admire someone and you'd like to to you know emulate what they do or, or ask them a question or how do they do that, just reach out, email them, pop in if they you know if, if they're a business person, pop into them, drop them an email, drop them a text, say hey, you know most people are sound and they'll come back and they'll they'll help you out. That that's a form of mentorship. Just don't harass them. Um, it, it's. When, when you, under, as I say, when you understand your fears and turn them into excitement or, or positive action, when, when you consult someone, now, it can be hard for people moving up a career ladder because um, much of our success comes from individual competition. And that's what I was saying about the deviant ambition that people can have, particularly in the workplace. Um, so being able to compete against others and outshine other applicants or, or colleagues is essential up to a point. But the next set of skills is the ability to ask for help, um, to seek support and collaborate because they're both both skills both of those skills are essential competing and collaborating so sharing fears or insecurities doesn't make you weak you learn that other people will share your fears and ultimately it will empower you to press on if you have any questions about that 
feel free. You can reply to this podcast. Just reach out. You can drop me a line on Facebook. Uh, be your best you. I'm on Instagram and I'm crap on Twitter, but I, I have a, a profile on there. Um, so yeah, until next time, be your best you. And that's it for another week. Thanks for joining us this morning and do join us next time on Be Your Best You. Have a good week. Thank you.